Hello, and welcome to another edition of the All Monster On Track Beyond the Lens. Robbie Hart was recently able to sit down with Carl Van Horn to discuss the news that he's going to be driving Gravedigger in 2011. Please check out carlvanhorn.com after this interview. Robbie, take it away. All right, we're here on On Track with Carl Van Horn, the new driver of the Gravedigger. That's the big news right now. Uh, he has been in the seat of the Gravedigger before and is making a, I guess, triumphant return to the seat. Is that about right, Carl? Yeah, man, that's it. You know, uh, I've kind of missed that deal ever since I got out of it. You know, I've enjoyed going out on my own and, and kind of making a name for myself. But um, there's nothing like driving for Gravedigger, man. I hear you there. Now, uh, there's been a lot of talk about, as we've mentioned before on the show here, uh, driving around, you know, going to different teams in, in different places. And uh, for those of you that did not know, Carl lives in North Carolina, and uh, this deal kind of makes a little more sense than some of the other ones that you've had, I dare say. Is that about right? Yeah, for sure. You know, when I'm, when I'm here working on the truck, I'm uh, 30 miles from the house, you know, so it's, it's just the best fit for me. Um you know, and like I said, I went out and kind of did my own thing because I didn't want to be under someone else's name driving, kind of, you know, I guess you would say. And, and uh, but, this, but now, um, I just, I'm not so worried about that anymore. I just want to go out there and have fun. You know, sweet piece of equipment that I can just dog, you know, and it'll be awesome. Yeah, we understand that there's a lot of new chassis being built there at the shop, and, uh, when you're not driving, you're working on the truck full-time at uh, Digger's Dungeon down there in North Carolina, but uh, you guys are putting a lot of new chassis together. Are you going to be getting one of those? Yeah, it's a brand new piece. Uh, built in California, I guess uh, a guy named Tim Carroll's building some chassis. And, um, yeah, I'll have brand new trucks, so we'll be putting it together next week and hopefully test the shots and get the shock package right and get to have some fun out in the field before we go crashing in the arenas. Good deal. I know it's snowing here in Wisconsin, so you guys have a good spot to test and everything. Uh, how much time do you typically get to, to test a truck before first quarter? Not a whole lot. You might get uh, you might get two test runs, maybe go out there and, you know, jump it a few times and, and make some adjustments with the shocks on the truck. If we can't get it dialed in, then we come back in and take them back off, revalve them out there and do it again. If you don't get it right that second time, you just got to do it on the road and uh, work with what you, what you got. Well, it's all the more incentive to get it right the first time, I guess. So, uh, as yeah. we're... Well, we got Josh Garcia there that's been doing this for so long now, you know. Uh, he's got a lot of, of shock packages that are already tested and proven. But you know me, I always want to experiment with something different, try it, you know, so that's the... We've been talking and we're experimenting with something similar to Alex Blackwell is doing. Uh, and we're going to just take it another step and see how it goes. Yeah, I was in Minneapolis and his truck looked like it was landing pretty good. He took some pretty big jumps and uh, sucked him up real nice. So moving on to uh, the next little part. Uh, you said you're a Carolina boy, live in North Carolina and everything. And you spoke about some of the pressures that you had before uh, being pulled in a lot of different directions from family. And... This sounds like a deal that's going to work out a little better for you from what you told me off air. Uh, you care to explain that a little bit? Yeah, with, with my family, you know, uh, 
with having kids and all and, and trying to do the monster truck, trying to live the monster truck lifestyle and travel a lot, it's really, it's not easy at all. You know, and I've been with some teams that were that were based out of other states and uh, it made it really hard because when I went back to their shop, I was, I was still, you know, 11, 12 hours from home and uh, even farther than that in some cases. So the whole deal with, with having a shop 30 minutes from home Excellent. Yeah, we're coming up on a sort of an interesting age in monster trucks, and you speak about when you're through driving and stuff. Uh, it looks from your driving this first quarter, uh, especially one in Jacksonville, like you got plenty left in the tank, so I don't think that's any time soon. But eventually, guys like the Charlie Pawkins, the Carl Van Horns, are going to have to transition. And if you had your choice, what would you like to do once you are done driving? Is this a case where you go back to crewing? Uh, if your body can't take it, or, or what would you like to do when you're done with driving? That's a good question, because I tell you, uh, sometimes crewing for a monster truck can be just as hard on your body as driving one, and when you do both, it's, it's a double whammy, but, but yeah, crewing is, tough, is a tough job, not everybody can do that, so, you know, I'm hoping I can do something like R&D, you know, and continue to, to like, work with shock packages and stuff like that with Josh, and Definitely, and I have talked with multiple drivers, John Zimmer of Amsoil Shock Therapy among them, who, when I've interviewed them, have credited you for uh, both the driving style and setting up the trucks uh, that you've either been working with somebody to get a certain package as far as setups for things like shocks, or you have been ending up going out there and testing a few things and bouncing a few ideas off of somebody and teaching them a couple things about driving as well. So is, is it a case where you want to be almost like a like an advisor to the younger generation as well as a as a shock, a shock guy, an assistant to Josh or something? Yeah, yeah, um, a little bit of everything. You know, uh, if I can help new drivers, uh, somebody like John Zimmer, you know, he didn't need any help. <laughs> he was a natural right from the start, you know, and, and um, yeah, I learned just as much from him as he did from me, and I still do from all these drivers because, you know, I'm a fan first, so when you're sitting there in the truck and you have to watch these other guys go, like, man, don't think they do something that cool, you know? And uh, that's what was so fun about running with, with John. And I hear I'll have a few shows with him this year. But, um, you know, as far as his shocks and everything else, you know, we just want to make them, they're, they're making the ramps bigger and taller every year. And uh, I don't want to see anybody get hurt. We just want to see the trucks be able to, to take more and more. So the, the more we can progress and, and keep up with this, these changes in tracks, you know, the, the better off we are. Definitely. You, know, you mentioned you'll be with certain people uh, during your schedule and everything. Now, you told me that you have mostly an arena schedule, which kind of presents an interesting problem. I won't say that the uh, Carroll chassis that you mentioned uh, are bad for arenas, but they have engines that are lower and more towards the middle of the chassis, which creates a problem when you're in a small space as far as things like wheelies. So what comes up 
to mind when you think about performing in a chassis like that in an or in a smaller arena? What adjustments can you make? Well, that's that's yet to be seen. Um, I've got some ideas. You know, they're uh, these chassis are, are really nice um, and they're perfect for racing. You know, because you want that lower center of, gra- center of gravity, and that's like you say, it can make a wheeling competition a little harder. So, might have to get creative. Maybe play with the front shocks. Maybe I just pull up to the car and stop and come up on the converter and just let it loose. And see if that'll get more power. You know. Uh, Eventually, I'll figure it out. And, uh, and, and driving great here, I can't. I don't want it to take too long. You know, there's a lot of fans out there that, that uh, expect a lot, and, and it's going to be fun. Yeah, you mentioned watching other guys go, and uh, you're definitely going to have an opportunity to do that this year in Gravedigger because you'll usually come out last or next to last or whatever the case may be. So, that in mind, who do you have in mind this year? You have sort of your eye on. There's a lot of new new faces coming into the scene. Uh, as well as some old people switching rides, things like that. Who do you have your mind on when when you go out there? If you're at a show and uh, you can pick any any group of drivers, who do you enjoy watching drive most? Man, um, that's one of my favorite. Definitely is Adam Anderson and in the back to John Zimmer. Those two, I haven't got to see Ryan drive um, personally, but I've seen some videos. He's awesome too, you know. But I guess you know Adam and John; they're not so new anymore, but they're still just so fun to watch. You know, they have great control of the truck, and and as far as veteran drivers, you know, I had a great time crewing for Charlie Parker over in Europe, and just I always learn from him. He's just he's the best, in my opinion, at controlling the truck of anybody there is. Definitely not going to argue with that one, given the uh, pedigree recently, even of the World Finals Championship, he won in freestyle. So, now we're going to going to wrap things up here. I want to ask you something about uh, this current Gravedigger thing. You have the full, whole full full first quarter schedule, and you're headed into uh, potentially one of the biggest scenes, seasons ever in Monster Jam. Do you have anything in mind that you want to do before this first quarter is out? Do you have any goals? Do you have any uh, things that you want to accomplish or a message to send through your driving in the Grave Digger this year? Um, you know, it's, it's always about the fans, you know. I've been doing this for 10 years now, driving for eight, and every year it just, it just gets, uh, it gets bigger and better, and I just, I feel like I have a pressure to, on me to, perform and make these fans, you know, want to come back and see us because we know we couldn't do it without them guys. And, uh, that's all that's on my mind. Every time I get in that truck, it's just got to do something cool, you know. And that's the good thing about being with a team like Gravedigger. I can just go out there and, and just dog that truck, give them what they want. We wreck it, we fix it, come back again. If we don't, you know, that's, that's even better. We'll see what happens. Excellent. Well, Carl, we appreciate you taking the time to be on AllMonster.com's Beyond the Lens, and we wish you best of luck this first quarter. I'm sure we'll see you. Okay, thanks, Robbie.